You're listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life. Oh, sorry. Uh, we, uh, we're wearing our masks, so I guess we can take those off for this, right? Yeah. Is everybody, everybody cool with that? Can yeah. We, we're socially distanced. Yes. Okay. So Let's do we'll, it. we'll do masks. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the SLT podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Courtney. And I'm Taylor. And if you're wondering what in the world this is, um, this is the SLT podcast. There, uh, This is episode number 20. Can you Woo. believe that? Um, there are 19 previous episodes. So if you're new to Liberty Christian School, please feel more than welcome to go back and listen to our different episodes. We've covered a variety of of different topics. This is kind of an opportunity that we as the Spiritual Life team take to encourage and equip families with wisdom and humor. And it's a great way to get to know us better and just get some perspective on the school and how we are discipling your amazing students. Absolutely. Yeah. So guys, we're back. We actually get to do this again. Yay. Yay. That's good. So we've been back in school for roughly six weeks now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's pretty crazy. So we have a bunch of new terms that we get to do now. get your mask up, all of these things. You know, Mm -hmm. I never would have thought I would have to tell kids, get your mask up. And so one of them uh, is a really fun one called social distancing. We Yay. I know all of our kids are really (laughs) excited about this one. So if you could rename the term social distancing, what would you call it? Well, I've been telling the students to always stay one Pastor Sam's length away Mm. from each other. I happen to be just about six feet and six foot one. So if I were to lay down on the ground... Um, then Which I'm he the, has done before to demonstrate this. Yes, it's a great illustration. It doesn't translate maybe so well on the podcast, but just imagine a six-foot-tall guy. One Pastor Sam. Yes. So biblically, how many cubits is this? Oh, Lord, don't do this to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have my Bible calculator. Is this a royal cubit or a regular cubit? Uh, I'm one 215th of Noah's Ark, roughly. Okay. Totally. Don't check that. Don't fact check it. So we should say, hey, you need to stay one hundred One 215th. Of a Noah's Ark away Noah's from one Ark. another. That sounds catchy. That's way better than social distancing. That's a hashtag right there. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney, what about you? Um, yeah, you know, I wasn't really sure on this one, so I did a quick little Google search, and uh, I see that there's some ideas that people have, like responsible commingling. Okay. Commingling. Commingling. Cool. I hate it already. Or we also have, um, I think, one that you would relate to, Taylor. Okay. It's middle school dance spacing. Ooh, that's great. Ah. Like you put your arms fully out. Totally. That's mm-hmm. how you slow dance. Right, yep. right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Six feet for Jesus. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think I would call it the introvert's dream. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That's what shoulder distancing is. It's just the introvert's dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a whole demographic of people that are just like loving this. And quarantine as well. When you talk to people about how they felt about quarantine, the introverts are like, it was like heaven. It was amazing. I loved it. And all the extroverts were like, I couldn't get back fast enough. Yeah. Okay. How have you been since school started, guys? How have you been doing? Um, I'm not just being optimistic when I say that the school just has a joy about it right now. And it's still going. I'm surprised. Week mm-hmm. six or whatever this is of school. There's still a sense of joy to be back in person. Like the students have never been happier to be at school, which is like if we work at a school, you don't see that very much. Mm-hmm. Like kids actually happy to be at school with each other. But after four long months of being quarantined and distanced, it was like such a needed thing for them. So just seeing pure joy to be back um, on all the students' faces, that's everything, man. That's why we're here. 
I totally agree with you, Sam. I think it's just been so refreshing being back in person and getting to see all of the students together and getting to see them again, even seeing you guys like this is our first podcast to do that wasn't over Zoom. And so that's (laughs) so fun. Um, But it really has been awesome. And I think we've just seen the Lord's provision, so much prayer by all of our parents, by the administration, so much thought went into how can we open school responsibly and do it in a way that protects everybody, but also fosters community. And so I think that's one of the things we're excited to talk to you guys about today is just um, the ways that we've had to reconsider the things we've done previously and in some ways make different programs or situations even better because we had to think outside of the box for them. So that's just been really fun. It's been a challenge, but it's been sweet getting to see the fruit and see the reward of being back with all of the students and faculty. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to echo that as well. You know, it's been, it's been hard in certain situations of just adapting to what the new normative is here. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's trying to go through all the different protocols and, you know, Mm-hmm. reminding kids of different things and reminding teachers of, you know, different things of, of going through this, but also of just a, a willingness to, um, to kind of dig in to what we need to do. Uh, mm-hmm. because guys, we did better than the Tennessee Titans. Like we are better than <laughs> a fully funded NFL team wow. at COVID. We have not had to shut down like they had to. And so go us. That's yeah, that's big. So basically we should be an NFL team. That's what I'm hearing. I saw something on the internet that said, um, Sure could use some precedented times right now. Oh, man. (laughs) The The most common phrase. Right, because of all the just unprecedented stuff. But um, Taylor, you're absolutely right. Just all of the things um, that we're doing differently have been definitely a tough adjustment in some areas, you know, especially down in primary school where the little kids would just do anything to just play together and be closer. Um, But I'm also super proud of them because seeing them having adjusted, they get it. And um, we've done a really great job of creating a culture where they understand the why behind it. Mm -hmm. It's not just rules for no reason. They're like, well, this keeps everybody safe so that we can continue to be here. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out because I have a couple little kiddos here as well. And so uh, my boys, they always love coming to school still, even with all of the things um, Mm -hmm. they look forward to every day. And my youngest, who comes three days a week, is very sad on those two days where he doesn't Aww. come. And so uh, the, the kids are still enjoying wanting to be here and, and wanting to come. And also knowing that, especially, you know, because we get to see more at middle school and upper school with Courtney and I, mm-hmm. of getting to see, you know, the difficulty in this. I don't envy being a middle school and high school or just a student in general during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, being in the lunchroom is hard of having yeah. a social distance. Uh, going in the hallways and not being able to hang out and talk with your friends like we used to mm-hmm. is difficult. And so it's just hard right now for friendships and even for those who have been here uh, their whole life, um, let alone new students uh, who have come. It's just hard to connect um, as much as we would be able to in a normal time. And so I just wanted to, to bring that up. One, just to uh, be an encouragement to our our parents mm-hmm. to step into the lives of our children and just ask good questions about how they're doing um, and and wanting to know how we can as parents foster uh, friendships for our children, whether that's inviting people over um, in small group settings that are, you know, wise and being able to social distance well, um, but being able to create situations for our children to thrive in those relationships because mm-hmm. sometimes at school it is more difficult just because of, of the of the protocol we have in place um, and so just wanting to bring that to our attention that we can just be the best that we can be for our children and wanting to make sure that they they thrive in this situation taylor are you encouraging our parents to create opportunities for responsible commingling you would say <laughs> 
sure. <laughs> yep, you win. Yep, that's it. Commingling. Yep. <laughs> it's such a funny word. It sounds worse than COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Covingling. and what's really cool with going along with this idea of creating this environment and creating this culture of having our our students and our teachers thrive i was really set before us uh by Dr. Blair McCullough, who's the president of our school and each year um, prays through and considers what our verse will be for this year that we can orient all of our uh, programming ideas, our focus on. And this year, um, the verse that was chosen was Romans 15, five through seven, which says, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Jesus Christ, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. And we think that this verse is beautiful because in our current climate, uh, with all of the social distancing and protocol, and even not even talking about all the political things that are happening in our world, that there's just a lot of division that we have and ideas and thoughts mm-hmm. on all the things that are going on of we need masks, we don't need masks, we need to get closer, we need to step back, all of these things. But God says to live in harmony with yeah. one another, uh, that we would be a place um, that our unification is through the Holy Spirit, that we have a common bond in Jesus Christ and that we would live in harmony and mm-hmm. that people would see that, hey, those people at Liberty Christian, man, they're different. Like there isn't division among them. Like they mm-hmm. truly love the Lord and we're pursuing him with all of our heart in united front. And yeah. so that's what we are hoping and going for. And one of the phrases that we've been using a lot too that I love is community over convenience. And Mm, so even with that verse of, okay, how can we put our community first and love one another well and seek unity and harmony instead of what's the most convenient to me or what are my personal beliefs about COVID and what I think is best. And instead saying, okay, what's going to be for the greatest good and how can we um, just love one another and build each other up? And so I love that idea of community over convenience. So guys, how, if you were a new parent to Liberty or maybe just during this time, like we're not able to really have parents come up to school as much. And so they don't really get to see what's going on at campus, what we're doing in spiritual life. Um, how, how can we, um, if I'm a parent, how, how can I figure out what's going on in spiritual life this year? Well, in primary school, at least, um, every month we're doing kind of the same thing as before, where we have a different spiritual discipline. That's kind of the theme for the month. So it's what we talk about in spiritual life classes every week. And then what our chapel is all about at the end of the month, um, to kind of help students understand how to get closer to the Lord through that. But something new that I'm doing is a family discussion guide. So I just come up with, um, some questions that you can sit down with, with your students and talk through as a family together. Um, and I think what's really cool is because the students have gotten so much of spiritual life class and have learned so much about it. Um, I love the idea of students are actually teaching us about it, um, that they're actually getting to share with their parents, um, some of these ideas. And I think that's a cool new perspective coming from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also throwing like the game that I come up with that always ties into the lesson, um, an at home version of that. So parents, if you are down to play limbo with your kids, our theme this month is humility where you have to lower yourself to go into the limbo thing. So um, set that up, but be prepared. These kids are really good at limbo, like kind of <laughs> frighteningly good at it. But yeah, that's something that primary school parents can um, do is these different discussions. And always just ask your kid every day, you know, um, because we have Bible class every morning in lower school. Ask your kid, what did you learn about the Lord today? And 
even just on the car ride home. I think that's a cool opportunity. It's good. Yeah. For any new parents, this is definitely, obviously, looking a little bit different this year. But we, I mean, all three of us just love building relationships with parents. We view you as the primary disciplers of your kids. And so we love partnering with you. And so that's something that we've definitely missed this year is just the opportunity to meet you face-to-face and um, introduce ourselves. But in the midst of this... um, we are doing monthly middle school and upper school is also doing a monthly email just to give updates about what's going on in a typical year. They're usually more grade level specific grade level retreats and a lot of spiritual life events that we do on the front end of the year that have looked different and are being postponed and still processed through so that we make sure that we do handle those really well. And so um, any information of updates on those will be on those monthly emails as well as information about what we're doing that month. And so you can be looking for those to get a gist of this is what's going on in middle school and upper school. Yeah. And so in every Wednesday for middle school and upper school, we have a thing called spiritual formations. And so each of your, each of your children are going to be in advisory groups um, every day. Uh, But on Wednesdays, it's a spiritual formation focus in which Courtney and I have made videos and also um, have written out questions to go Mm -hmm. over with um, your children uh, by their advisory teachers. And so every Wednesday, you can ask your uh, child, hey, what did you guys go over in spiritual formations today? Like what kind of questions did y'all discuss? And so this is very easy softball because they've gone over these questions already. And we want you to be able to enter in with that discussion. Absolutely. And also to touch on spiritual formations and what they are and why we're doing it this way Mm -hmm. is we're not able to gather all together in the same room because of restrictions and social distancing. And so what we've done is we've been able to create essentially little small groups Mm -hmm. um, all across the school um, that all of our students are in groups of 10, 15, maybe a little bit more students going through these videos to have have these questions that they can go through. And so our, our primary thing of what we want spiritual formations to do is relationally driven. And we also want them to be active agents in this time. And so in a traditional chapel setting, uh, maybe there is worship through song and then also listening to someone speak. And so whenever we listen to someone speak, it's more of a passive agent for our children. And mm-hmm. so we want them as much as possible to be active participants in these conversations, yeah. because we really believe that whenever our students get involved in these conversations, that they actually think about it, they they, they take it upon themselves, they start to own it and have uh, the ability to really think for themselves, do I really believe this? Right. Instead of thinking, when is this person going to be done talking? Right. Um, that's kind of the hope, is that they will listen to one another and have themselves thinking about these things more than just listening to us. And that's our hope mm-hmm. with spiritual formations going forward. Absolutely. And I think too, that another way that we say this is helping them translate their head knowledge into heart knowledge. And so they are in Bible classes. A lot of them are involved in their church. They're learning from their parents. And so they have a lot of head knowledge about the Lord and about um, scripture. And so we want to take any opportunity we can to help them again, just turn it into an application and move past just the input of information to a place where that's actually meaningful. And so we've been really excited about doing these videos. We also, parents, you know your children, students 
kids, if you're listening, you're self-aware enough to know this, but um, attention spans are just a lot shorter these days. And so that's something that we've tried to work on too. And this is having shorter videos that move them into a place of discussion and then go back to the video that moves you to a place of discussion so that we can hold their attention long enough to say something that they'll actually listen to instead of going to a place where your mind is just totally distracted unless something crazy happens. So um, that's one of the pluses that we've seen as a result of this as well. Yeah. And let me just shout you guys out. They've shown me, Taylor and Courtney have shown me a couple of their spiritual formation videos and they are super funny um, from like, I can easily see from the perspective of a student, they come up with little interactive things and games just to keep them interested. Like um, Taylor Swift lyric or Lamentations verse. That was a good one. I was. It was tough. Thrilled. I, honestly, I when they showed me the video, I was kind of stumped on a few of them, which was revealing. And then um, <laughs> just the way that you guys come up with these just kind of fun ideas that get the students' attention, but then seamlessly weave your hearts for the Lord and what you're wanting the students to get out of that from a spiritual standpoint is exactly what these kids need. Yeah. Also, to shout out Sam as well, uh, to go check out his videos for uh, lower school students. Um, Absolutely. Or, or, and so it's been really cool to go with my boys, uh, which I have some first grade boys and also a, a kiddo in preschool. Um, and they, they love his videos and they're really funny, engaging, and also teaching uh, biblical principles that your children can grow a foundation upon, which is really fun. And so when they come to school, they now have talking points with Pastor Sam and it's mm-hmm. just really fun for them to get to know him uh, through that. And so I wanted to ask a an ending question, potentially, of what is a word of encouragement that you would give to our Liberty parents being six weeks into this? Just a word of encouragement that I would offer all of our families, because I'm definitely um, speaking it over myself into the staff here as well, is a verse, um, Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not grow weary of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we do not give up or do not surrender um, to growing weary. So I think practically it can be really frustrating at times that there's not necessarily a clear end point to this. There's not necessarily like, when um, are we going to kind of go back to normal? When can we lift these restrictions? Um, But the kind of lesson that I would take from this verse is in the meantime, living day by day, do not grow weary of doing good. Every day is a new opportunity for us to minister to these students and show them who Jesus is. Every day is an opportunity for us to get closer to the Lord Mm -hmm. and walk more closely with him. So as we're doing that, instead of looking ahead and saying, when is this season going to be over? Mm -hmm. Just take it day by day. Let tomorrow worry about itself and make the most of just the little opportunities we have for community and discipleship every single day. It's really good. I love that, Sam. And kind of along the same thought process, I... I mean, I can relate very much to the Israelites and their forgetfulness of the provision of the Lord. (laughs) Um, But I heard this uh, image, actually, whenever I was working at camp this summer, of not like going through a season where your school or your camp or your company, whatever it is, is still open and how it is literally like the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. It is the Lord parting the waters and creating a miracle for his kingdom to be furthered and not to say that 
um, school could still close and God would still be good and have a plan in that. But right now it's open. And I just, I mean, we came in here kind of being like, okay, what's this going to look like? How long will we last? (laughs) And we've seen so many schools around the nation that have had to close down because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And yet we're seeing the Lord do a miracle. And so this picture of the Lord is parting the waters. And sometimes we can look down and be confused and be like, oh wait, we're walking on dry land. This is just totally normal. Mm -hmm. And we become so complacent in that of, this is, this is just okay now. It's back to normal. And we really need to lift our heads up and look around and be like, okay, there are like floods of waters around me. And this is the Lord that is creating this path. And so just being reminded of we are walking in God's provision and how beautiful that is. And I think even for me, I am just so much more grateful to be here and to get to do this ministry and do this work and be with the students because of that, when I recognize that this is the Lord that's allowing this to happen. And so mm. um, kind of like Sam was saying, not growing weary of doing good and um, keeping our eyes fixed on the Lord instead of becoming uh, complacent or forgetting right. that this is his doing. Yeah. And by the way, I would just throw out there too, with this verse, we are super not just telling you, if you are tired, if you're exhausted, we're not just telling you, well, get over it. I just want to make sure you don't have we're the, with you. Exactly. We yeah. just, I just don't want to create the misunderstanding of we're saying, well, you're tired. Well, the Bible says don't be tired. So like that's, <laughs> do it. Yeah. no, we have on um, the, the Bible says that Jesus sympathizes with us. He knows mm-hmm. what we're going through. He's with us in this. It is hard. And we have very valid reasons for being mm-hmm. exhausted mm-hmm. and stretched beyond what we thought we could do. But that's exactly as Courtney was saying is where you get to see God worked is mm-hmm. when we're well beyond what is the capability of a normal person. Mm -hmm. And like the only thing that's holding us up right now is the Lord. And that's actually the best place to be. Yeah. So good. I would say that during this time, it's been weird coming back to school. Like I feel like the hopes of every parent was that we would be in person, right? Mm -hmm. That we'd be in person. And I think that there is a mixture of wanting our students to be with their friends or wanting our kids to be with their friends, but also a almost feeling of, hey, these last four months were exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my kids were with me all day, every day, and it was tiring, right? And so there's almost like a feeling of, man, I'm just tired and in a weird way need a break, even if I'm going to work or I am, you know, pouring out myself there, being with students and being with kids um, all day, like being with my own children sometimes is tiring. Mm-hmm. I love them so much, but it, it's tiring sometimes and it's true. And so one thing that I would just encourage parents is not to just enter in to correct the bad or discipline, uh, but also to enter in to create and foster the good. Mm-hmm. And so what I, what I mean by that is sometimes whenever as a parent, when I get tired, I only enter into my kid's life whenever something is wrong. And mm-hmm. I need to step in yeah. to kind of be a, a referee or try to fix it or calm a situation. And whenever they're kind of just playing by themselves, well, it's, they're good. And so I can do my own thing. And so I feel like more than ever now with our students going back to relation, relationships and friendships and stuff like that, like our, our students need us, our children need us to enter into those times mm-hmm. to really see how they're doing, to create those memories and moments and to step into those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then part B to this, because I'm, I'm cheating, <laughs> is I've also found myself as a parent just with less patience uh, with less, uh, forgiving of my kids and kind of responding in a way that I didn't want to, um, just because, you know, I'm, I'm tired and that was really loud. Um, <laughs> he's tired from the emails. Yeah. Tired from the emails. Uh, but Same. I, I just want to say that it's, it's okay to not pretend to be the super parent mm-hmm. at yeah. Liberty. 
um, knowing that we all fall short of the glory of God, that we make mistakes. We don't have to hold up a mask here. Mm -hmm. Um, every, every person you see at Liberty and every parent, um, were sinful and nobody's perfect, even if what we try to portray is. And so just wanting to say that in Hebrews, uh, chapter four, verse 14 through 16, it says, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confection for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. And this is the kicker. So let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace and help in time of need. And so the author of Hebrews is already pointing out the fact that we already know that we are in a time of need, that we Mm -hmm. are in desperate need of forgiveness and mercy and grace because we don't have it all together and we don't have to pretend that we do. And so just wanting to say, if there are any parents out there who are feeling the weight of having to have it all together, um, you don't have to. Yeah. That's why Jesus came that we get to acknowledge that we are not perfect and we are sinful and broken, but we get to trust in one who has conquered all of those things for us. And so we can rest in that. And so big thing for parents is to rest in the Mm -hmm. confidence that we have in Jesus that we can approach him, um, as we are. So that's so good, Taylor. So it's awesome to be back. We love doing these podcasts. Look forward to more episodes of this where we're going to be covering different topics. We're going to try not to shy away from these things because um, as we mentioned earlier in this, there's a lot of divisiveness in the world right now. And it seems you can't go through a single day without hearing something that causes you to see how we're different from each other and tries to just um, Mm -hmm. push us away from community. But um, this podcast is a resource where we're continually going to rally around what we can all agree on. Our common ground is Jesus Christ and our salvation and hope in him. And so that's the whole purpose of this. And we'll do it in fun ways. We'll cover different topics. Um, but we just want this to be an awesome resource for you guys as Liberty families to know that, yeah, you're not alone. We're with you. And you are just as much a part of spiritual life as we are as campus pastors. Mm-hmm. Like, you are the primary discipler, and we love you, and we're so thankful for you. We couldn't do what we do without you parents. Obviously, your kids wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so please feel more than welcome to email us at spirituallife at mylcs.com. If you have questions or if you have topics that you'd love to hear us cover, because we are here for you. First one back, y'all. That was Thanks for joining us on the SLT Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at spirituallife at mylcs.com.